0: morning um we i think we could leave right now and say we've been blessed amen but i do have a couple things i want to share with you this we did we are starting our 21 day uh prayer and fasting today and i want to share just a couple thoughts about fasting and and something the lord really uh, really dealt with me about this week and um and i guess so first of all i, I want to start out um, you know, I, I was praying about I was praying about this about you know the message and what we wanted to share with you about fasting and I was thinking about different things and and what I what I'm doing as far as fasting and and different things and I was talking to the Lord about that and and um uh, and and all of a sudden you know it's those it's those things like when when BJ was talking about earlier about sometimes when God speaks to you or asks you a question that's a good thing you know. Um, and sometimes it's very is a very humbling thing because he corrects you and thank God for correction you yeah. know yeah, i think I thank God that he corrects us uh when we've missed it and when we're not when we're not doing exactly what we need to do I thank God for that and uh and here's what the lord told me and this this rocked me to be honest with you this the last few days i've just been i mean I've almost been reeling from this to be honest with you um the Lord said this to me, I heard, and I don't mean I heard an audible voice; just in my spirit as I was praying about what I'm going to do for fasting and stuff. Uh, and and uh, and and this was such a true statement; I knew He was exactly right. I didn't even have to argue with Him about it. But here's what I heard the spirit of the Lord say: I heard Him say, "He said, Stephen, you've made. He said, you've made things very convenient for people. And at first, at first, I." I I thought that was going to be a compliment. <laughs> when he said that, I thought, well, I'm glad. I'm glad I made it convenient. But then but then he said he said, I want you he said, look up the word convenient. And here's what the word convenient means. The word convenient from from uh, uh, the Webster dictionary means this suited to personal comfort or easy to perform. Suited to personal comfort or easy to perform and uh, and I didn't hear the Lord say anything else, so I started meditating on that thinking, okay, I don't think that was a compliment I think that was correction and when when I made that adjustment in my heart and when i when I repented I was just like lord I'm sorry if i've if I've made things too convenient for people. Because he, here's what he said, he, and, and then he started talking to me, and he, and he started just, man, I, I mean, I just started writing down things. He said, uh, you know, I go back, I, I went back to hearing some reports of people saying that, you know, that like 75% of Americans say that they're Christians. If you go out on the streets of the cities... if if we went out to to Lancaster or Charlotte or wherever, and you asked people, are you a Christian? 75% of the people would say yes. And you and I both know that 75% of the people are not living for God. He, you know, the, the Spirit of the Lord started talking to me about about how we not not just at destiny I'm talking about we as a as a probably the western world probably even more the whole world but it was really I'm not as familiar with the rest of the world as I am America and stuff of course but he said you know we have made Christianity convenient in other words we've made it a catchphrase we've made it fun to say yeah I'm a Christian but we've also uh, taken that liberty and we and we we live the kind of lifestyle we want to live, but yet we call ourselves a Christian. We look like the world, we act like the world, we talk like the world, we dress like the world, but yet we're Christian. People are living together, having sex outside of marriage, but yet we're Christian. God loves it, He understands. People steal, from their companies every day. They lie, they cheat, but yet we're Christians. God understands. God loves me. Listen, I just did a series on God loves me. You know, and it's easy, it's easy for us to say, it's easy for us to say God loves me, and He's not, He's not going to hold anything against me, He's not holding my sin against me. And that's a true statement. The Bible says He's not imputing our sin against us. But at the same time, there's a scripture that has always always brought a shiver down my spine, and it comes from Matthew chapter seven, where Jesus is he's Matthew six and seven, he's given the is the the Sermon of the Beatitudes, and he goes through all kinds of different things in chapter six and seven. I mean he hits all kinds of different subjects, but then he gets down near the end of it and he makes this statement. Well, and just turn there. I, hold your, uh, I didn't even tell you where to turn. Just turn to Matthew 7. <clears throat> I promise you, this gets, it gets good. It's heavy right now, but it gets good. <clears throat> Matthew 6, he starts talking about the Beatitudes. Even in Matthew 6, he talks about fasting. That's what, that's what I want to hit on a little bit here in just a moment. Uh, the lamp of the body. You can't serve God in money. Don't worry. You know, He's hitting all these things. Don't judge. You know, keep asking, seeking, knocking. He the ask. You know, asking to be given, seeking, you'll find. The narrow way, He talks about that, you know, about that there's a narrow way and and broad is the way to destruction, but narrow is the way to the kingdom. And then you know the fruit, the tree by the fruit. But you get down to verse 21, chapter 7, verse 21. And He says this, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, but this is just where the Lord how the lord asked me to to start 2021 he said this in 721 jesus said this now this is his words jesus himself and he says not everyone who says to me lord lord shall enter the kingdom of heaven but he who does the will of the father in heaven many will say to me in that day talking about the last day of judgment day or you know when they stand before him Many will say, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in Your name? Cast out demons in Your name? Done many wonders in Your name? Verse 23 is the one that always gets me. He says, and then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Have we made made living a Christian life convenient? Have we just said, live any way you want to live, do anything you want to do, go anywhere you want to go, and don't worry about it? God's good with everything. He loves you after all. We got grace to cover that. Now, listen, I'm not preaching law. I mean, trust me, I'm not. I mean, you know where I'm coming from, hopefully. Many will stand before him and say, Lord, I prophesied. Lord, I I I did, you know, I I I healed people in your name. I prayed for people. I went I went to church every Sunday, God. I read my Bible when I got the opportunity, when it was convenient. Um it took, it took me back i mean it, it knocked me back a couple steps and i thought because because here, here's, here's what see cuz i'm talk, i was talking about fasting i was i was talking to the lord about fasting lord i'm going to fast i'm going to i'm going to do this and i'm going to do that and and you know lord I, and and he says and he told me says you've made it he says you've made it convenient for everybody haven't you and i and i and he started he started talking to me about what what it means to fast and, you know, and, and, and I am one, I, I agree, and I agreed with him 100%. I said, Lord, I have, because I've told you, and I've, I've stood before you every year, year after year, and I've told you, you know, just, you know, even if you fast Mountain Dew, or you fast, you know, this, or you fast that, or something, you know, it's okay. But really, do you understand that any time that you see the word fast in the Word, it's dealing with food. And the reason it's dealing with food is because it deals with your body your flesh. And we have made things so convenient and we call it all kinds of things. We call it Christianity. We call it fasting. We call it uh, all kinds of different things. Here's, Here's my challenge to you this morning. And we're going to turn to Isaiah 58 and talk about fasting in just a second. But here's my challenge to you this morning. I challenge you in 2021 to live an inconvenient life. Do something that makes you that takes you out of your comfort zone for God. Don't just stay in the boat and float down the river don't just Don't just go along and just take life as it comes. I hear people say all the time you know I, people people will text or they'll call and say, "Oh, pastor, something come up this morning, I'm not going to be able to make it to church." you know." People seem to come to church when it's convenient for them. People seem to want to serve God when it's convenient for them. When their flesh is crying louder, they'll give in to their flesh instead of being inconvenienced to have to say no to their flesh. <clears throat> Doesn't mean that we have to listen. It doesn't mean that it, that it can't be a victorious year. doesn't mean that it can't be a, a fun year. It doesn't mean that it can't be a year full of victories and shouting. and I mean that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about I'm just simply asking you to examine your life and look and see if you, if you are just serving God when it's convenient. And then asking you to to make a determination in your life to do something inconvenient for God. Um, I've already taken the offering, so I'll I'll say this and you don't have to worry about me trying to say I'm twisting it to make money, (laughs) to get more money. But how many of us give inconveniently? Or do we give just well I, I I won't miss that if I give that. It's convenient. Yeah, but if I give that, Lord, but if I give that much, then Lord, I I won't be able to, to go out and eat at my favorite restaurants this week. It's not convenient. Or I should say it's inconvenient. What about what about when he when he prompts you to get up thirty minutes early? Oh boy. It's convenient for me to get thirty more minutes of sleep, because you know how tired I am, Lord. What if He asked you to get up? Listen, Karen Wheaton, what what an incredible testimony at the ramp, how how she had seven kids that wanted that were so hungry for God, and she she gave this testimony. I heard her share this again this week uh, that that you know they said they said we want to pray before school and she's like oh boy you know 5:30 in the morning she's like yay but you know what that ministry is touching the world today because they did something that wasn't convenient to their flesh they got up at 5:30 every morning and went and prayed for an hour the seven became a hundred. The hundred became three hundred. The three hundred became three thousand. And today there's thousands upon thousands that come to her conferences. Nor on a normal, I mean, you know, there wasn't quite that many this time just because of, of the, the circumstances of this year. But, but are you kidding me? How many of us have missed out on the better things of God because, because we've just lived a convenient life, a lifestyle? If you want the if you want the deeper things of God, I I have this this feeling on the inside of me that it's going to take some inconvenience. It's going to take it's going to take some putting some stuff down that you like. Not that it's bad. It's going to take losing some sleep so you can get up and spend more time with Him if you're if if you can't do it during the day. inconvenient what does inconvenient mean the definition of inconvenient is causing difficulty when when was the last time that when you did something for god it caused you difficulty or has everything just been smooth oh yeah well church i get there when i get there and yeah i mean i i'll just i'll float through and i check that box yeah i've been to church this week Causing difficulty, discomfort, or annoyance. <laughs> Hard and sometimes impossible to get to. How, how much of our life have we just made convenient and we just say, yeah, I'm a Christian. I do those things. So to fast... I've my challenge is simply this: To start twenty twenty one, will you inconvenience yourself to fast and pray? Not, not. I'm not even asking you to do it for the church or for. For I'm asking you to do it for your family, for you. Will you spend time? Will you? Will you lay down a meal to spend time with Him? Will you take? One day or three days, and say, "I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna eat those days. I'm gonna. Will it be inconvenient? Will your stomach grumble? Will your flesh yell? But at what cost? Spending time with the Father. Spending extra time with the Father." See, fa- fasting is humbling ourselves before God. Fasting is being willing because because we you I've I've told you guys and you guys have heard this, fasting doesn't change God. It changes us. It positions us. Why? Because fasting to fast we have to humble ourselves before God. Fasting is an act of worship. You know Romans twelve one talks about it says to present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to God which is your reasonable service there's something about fasting there's something about offering offering up to tell God I'm not going to eat I'm going to sacrifice I'm going to be inconvenienced by not eating a meal to spend time with you that God considers that worship and he actually says it's your reasonable service to him reasonable Here's the incredible thing. He doesn't require you to fast. But He invites you to. Come near to God and He'll come near to you. Fasting is simply giving up something perfectly good to seek God's best. Turn to Isaiah 58 with me just real quick. I hope you hear my heart in this this morning. I'm not, you know, I, I want you, I just, I want us to examine our lives and to ask ourselves, have I just, have I just, am I just living my life as a Christian? Am I just doing it conveniently? Because you know what, when you see the lives of the disciples, when you read the Gospels, you read, you read the New Testament, I wouldn't say that their lives were convenient. You know. Uh, I don't know how many of you follow or know Sean Foyt, but uh, I guess that's how you say his last name, Foyt. Right? Uh, but he started, you know, during the pandemic, he started these worship nights where he traveled to these cities that were having all these protests, and on the very places they were having the protest, he would, he was bringing worship encounters where he would just bring him. At first, it was just him, and I think it was just him and a guitar and and some a few people you know then it turned into bigger events where he had his whole band with him and and it got to be where thousands and thousands of people would come you know i read a he he just did a he did a event in uh was it los angeles or somewhere and you know just over the christmas uh, it was new year's it was new year's he did a he did a new year's eve thing in los angeles and and he is having he posted he posted a thing he posted like a couple of the texts that he's getting and and things on his social media and and even phone calls and threatening his family people threatening to kill him threatening to kill his family for simply worshiping god but you know what he's not stopping is that inconvenient <laughs> How many of you would like for somebody to threaten your family? Not only one person, but I mean, hundreds of people, constantly telling you, "I'm going to kill you. I'm going to. I'll get your family. I'll. I'll show you. You know, you do. You do another one of these, and 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 you know, you're dead." It's a little inconvenient, but he said. But Sean said, "He said, I know I'm doing what God told me to do." How many, how many of us are, when's the last time we did something inconvenient, that inconvenienced us? To where we said no to something that we wanted to do so that we could do something for God? Or do we simply say, well, yeah, well, God, I'll get to you, you know, I, I, there'll be another opportunity to do that. I want to do what I want to do. <clears throat> Isaiah 58 the first the first five chapter the first five verses are you know talking about fasting and different things, and then he gets down to verse six. I don't have time to hit those first five verses, but verse six he says this. Because there's nine things here that that he says there's nine things that uh results that that fasting will bring you. And and the prophet Isaiah said this, is and this is the Lord speaking, he's speaking for the Lord here, the word of the Lord. He says Is this not the fast that I have chosen? Because the first five verses, if you read that, they were doing some things that wasn't pleasing to the Lord and different things. And then the Lord says, Is not this the fast that I have chosen? And here's the results of fasting that you'll see in your life. To loose the bonds of wickedness. To undo heavy burdens. To let the oppressed go free. And that you break every yoke. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry, and that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out, when you see the naked, that you cover him, and not hide yourself from your own flesh? Then your light shall break forth like the morning, your healing shall spring forth speedily, and your righteousness shall go before you, the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. The nine things, just real quickly, let me give you these. The nine things real quickly. To, loose, to loosen the bonds of wickedness. That's to break sin's addictions. Any of you got addictions to things you want to be broken? Fasting will do that. To undo heavy burdens. Any of you got some problems that you need help figuring out? Fasting, when you spend time with God, He'll reveal things to you he'll give you answers to let the oppressed go free that's revival and soul winning how many of you know every one of us is called to tell people about Jesus when you fast you'll have opportunity to share to share the gospel that you may never have had to break every yoke man to overcome every discouragement depression when you you can't be depressed spending time with God you spend time in his presence and it'll and it'll break every yoke to give bread to the hungry provide the poor the poor with housing man when you fast he'll open your eyes to people that need help that you didn't even know needed help to allow to allow light to break like the morning Listen, you, you'll be able to make decisions and gain insight into things in your life that you never would have seen had you not spent time with him in his presence. How many of you have ever, how many of you have ever had a thought that just all of a sudden is like somebody turned a light on? And you're like, wow, I didn't never seen that before. Man, fasting, when you fast, it clears your mind. And you can think, you can think like God. You have the mind of Christ to cause health to spring forth speedily. Come on, fasting, if you need healing, physical health, mental health, I'm telling you, fasting is, is one way that, 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 you can, that you can see that come to pass manifest itself. To cause righteousness to go before them. It'll give you opportunity to to be an influence and to have a testimony. Like these kids, man, these kids got up here and shared this morning about the testimony. I mean, every one of you, every one of us should be should be uh, going out sharing their testimony with people, and to cause the glory of the Lord to be our reward, our rear guard, and that's for protection. Listen, and I could have spent a whole lot more time on that, but we're we're out of time this morning. Because I want to do communion as we, as we go into the, into the new year. But I just encourage you. I, I pray you heard my heart this morning. I pray, I mean, I pray that, you, that you heard my heart. And, and, and I'm asking you to do this. I'm asking you for the next 21 days. Maybe, maybe even, and you might say, Pastor, I've never fasted. I've never started. Where do I start? How do I do it? Start one day. Start one meal. But you have to start. And I'm asking you, kind of a funny title, I guess maybe, but 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 I titled this today, and 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 this this may be, I don't know, the, it just seemed the right thing. I'm asking you to do an inconvenient fast, because you know what, I've 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 thought about fasting at different times, and then I think, oh yeah, well I can't do that because I've got you know this. And you know, even this year, I I when when I when I scheduled gym, you know, I mean, I wasn't even thinking about the fast and Katie Katie's like Katie's like, that's right in the middle of our fast. That's perfect. And I'm thinking, but we go out and eat every day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wait a minute. You know, how am I going to do that? That's inconvenient. But you know what? It'll be worth it. So so I'm asking I'm asking you, will you Go on an inconvenient fast with me. Will you do something in the next 21 days that is inconvenient for you? Because you know what? I like to eat. You can tell. Too much. And to not eat is inconvenient. It is. To not eat when you have guests. Coming is inconvenient because you know Jesus. Jesus said this in Matthew six when you some of the things he talked about fasting there. Matthew six said this. He said don't. He said don't put on a sad face and, and go and tell everybody you're fasting. You know one. I think the Message translation or one of them says says wash your hair clean, put perfume on, clean up and look good yeah. while you're fasting. Because here's the thing. What you do in private, God will reward publicly. So, and then he and then even in prayer, talking about prayer. He said this. He said, you know, he said those people that that beat their chest and pray in public and, and, you know, and do it so people will see them, he said they've got their reward. But he said when you pray in private, and you spend time in your prayer closet, God sees in in private and he says he'll reward publicly. For that he'll reward you openly for that so will you go on an inconvenient fast will you do one day two days three days you may not be able to do i mean i understand everybody's work schedule you know some work is just harder to do that on a complete fast than others i mean I, there are circumstances health issues i mean I, I understand there are there are legitimate things that may hinder you from doing certain things but but you can find something you can find something between between you and the Lord, and and I, and I just really want to encourage you. I really want to encourage you to, to fast a meal. You know, don't don't just make it TV or Facebook or I mean, all of that's good to, to lay down for a season. I, I mean, that's good. That there's nothing wrong with laying those things down. But fast, abstain. If you if you look up the word fast in the dictionary, you know what you know what the definition of fast is. Well, and, and there's different definitions, but when you get down to where, where it's talking about what we're talking about, the word "fast" means to abstain from food. It actually uses the word "food" in there to abstain from food. So, I challenge you here these first 21 days. We're on day three already of the of the new year, but we're starting today, the day through the 23rd. Will you go with me and 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 will you be inconvenienced by? The fast. Do something that's inconvenient. Do something you've never done before. Amen. I wanted to. I want us to do communion and have communion together as we as we go into the end of the new year. Just because of the times and everything, I've put a wafer in individual cups, and I've got the the uh, things up here just. You know, just so you're afraid, if, anybody's, if anybody is nervous about pass, everybody touching things and everything, and I totally understand that, so we put them in individual cups. So what I want to ask you to do is if, if you'll come forward and get your, uh, your juice and your wafer in, in the little cup, and then when everybody gets back to their seat, we will uh, have communion together. So if you'll come forward and, and uh, receive your the elements, <clears throat> and if, BJ, if you'll just take that lid off that for me. And we're just going to start the new year with uh, having communion I love communion I love uh, the whole concept of of what communion stands for I believe that that as we dedicate ourselves to the Lord, and go on this fast as we start this year off, I believe we're going to see some incredible things. <clears throat> I can't wait to hear some more of your But God testimonies. It's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a fun year. Oh, and I almost forgot. Thursday night, Thursday night, we are going to uh, go on our treasure hunt. So, if you're free Thursday night, we're going to meet here at the church at uh, six thirty. If we can do that, we're going to meet at six thirty here Thursday. I'll send a text out about that. But we're going to we're going to do a, a treasure hunt and just pray and. See what the Lord would allow us to go bless somebody and and uh, and minister to them. Has everybody gotten your communion elements? That if you want to participate with us, you know I love in uh, in Luke. I love his account because Jesus. Jesus told him, He says, I have longed to do this. You know, Jesus was looking forward to this moment of the Lord's Supper. And the reason He was looking forward to it is because He said, as often as you do this, you do it in remembrance of Him. You do it in remembrance of what He did for us. And as we go into 2021, I want us to remember the price that He paid Jesus was inconvenienced for us. He left heaven. Laid down everything. didn't have to do it. But He did it because He loves us. He did it because He loves us. And Paul's account here, I'll just read this out of 1 Corinthians 11. Paul's account. Paul said this, I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which He was betrayed, He took bread. And when He had given thanks, He broke it. And He said, take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So let's thank God for the the body that was broken for us. So Father, I thank You. I thank You that Jesus came. And He lived. And that he, He offered His body for me. And His body was broken. He was bruised. He was spit upon. Had His beard plucked out. And the stripes that He took on His back, Your Word tells us that it was for our healing. So Father, right now, even as we remember the price that You paid Jesus on the cross, if there's one here today that needs healing in their body, Lord, I believe as we we take communion together and as we remember what You did for us, that healing would come and that, that a difference would be able to be seen right away. So thank you Jesus, for your body being broken for us in Jesus' name. Take and eat. It says in the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, "This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you drink, as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till He comes. It's good to make much of the blood and to honor the blood. So let's, let's thank Him for that. Jesus, we thank You for the blood this morning that was shed for me. Thank You. The, the Word tells us that, that, your, that Your blood washes us white as snow. Though our sins be as crimson, Your blood washes us white as snow. I'm so thankful for that. So, Father, I thank You for the blood of Jesus. We make much of the blood. His blood washes us. It protects us. It cleanses us. Oh, thank You for the blood. Hallelujah. Thank You for the blood, Jesus. Amen. Drink. I've asked the team to come back up and and we're going to end in this song. Uh, It's the blessing and i'm i'm just we're praying that my prayer is simply this that as you make as you make those choices as you make the choice to to do something inconvenient for god this year the first of this year that the blessing of the lord would be would come and just fall all over you and so we're gonna sing this song, we're gonna, we're gonna go out with this song, and, and after they're through, uh, you'll be dismissed. After the end of the song, you'll be dismissed. But let's just, let's just, uh, uh.